You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Episode 43 of Season 2 of Red Wings. Rant, we're tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings. Have a home. Actually, tirades and impassioned pleas today, Mike, uh, including uh, NHL uh, tirades and impassioned pleas. This is going to be uh, Red Wings rant uh, turned up to 11. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of rants going today. Uh, so, obviously, I think you can tell uh, what I'm excited to talk about would be one uh, Tom Wilson and uh, NHL player safety in the NHL in general. Just kind of sucking, and uh, we'll go over uh, the last couple of games over the season. I think I'm going to need to lower the shade here in my office because I. Yeah, we've never gone this early, and I can see it's blinding you, man. It's not good. Yeah, it's. I mean, the sun's about to come a little bit lower too, so while we're mid episode, I'll be blinded completely. Um, but before we get into all that, we do have a little bit of business. Take care of. Oh, business. So. That's every episode. All right. Well, man, the business keeps coming, and so do the hits. They're literally coming here with another boxing event. Here it comes. Oh, boy. Who loves boxing? You know, I love Rocky. So it turns out there's real boxing, too. And this weekend, there's going to be uh, some pretty respected <laughs> fighters stepping in the ring. I don't want to name them. You know, I don't want to pick favorites, so I'm not going to name them. But there's no place to get in on all the action then with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. It's true. I just Googled it. Still up top. This weekend's fight, DraftKings offering all new users a shot at turning $1 into $55. To celebrate this weekend's huge event, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering new users. Old users, old hat, you're out. So newgies, newbies, newgies and newbies. The opportunity to get 55 to 1 odds in either main event fire to win this weekend's fight. Do it. That's about $1, and if the fighter of your choice wins, oh, caveats, you win $55. Matt, take it away. Plus, with basketball and hockey playoffs right around the corner, DraftKings Sportsbook has even more ways for you to make it rain. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, meaning you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up for a limited time. All new users can bet $1 to win $55 on this weekend's main event. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out for new users by offering them the chance to win $55 when placing a bet of $1 on this weekend's big fight. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Boom. Matthew. What's up? I don't know if business has ever just helped us sashay into our first segment more uh, <laughs> just in lockstep than this week. Because if any sport could use some sanctioned uh, rule-abiding fighting, it's the NHL. Because yet again, we've had another uh, violent outburst on the ice. Uh, and uh, I, I don't. it doesn't sound like we're handling this uh, quite like we could be. And the New York Rangers, uh, met in an unprecedented move, uh, released a public statement for everybody to read and enjoy and uh, basically get behind them. 
Matt, what the heck happened this week? Well, I want to go through a quick recap. Uh, let me uh, let me tell the folks that we are live here on Twitter. Um, gotcha. So I'm going to be speaking slower. Uh, boop, there we go. We're talking Wings and Wilson live. All right. Uh, there we go. That's up there. Beautiful. Beautiful. Boop, boop, boop. All right. So, Mike. Recap what happened. I'm going to steal from uh, Greg Wyshynski's article, which a lot of people... Friend of the not... show. <laughs> yeah, right. Friend of the show. A lot of people are not fans of what Greg uh, typed up yesterday, so we're not going to talk about his opinion. Uh, but Greg laid it out pretty clear for everyone. Um, Wilson fined $5,000 for punching forward Pavel Bushetovich in the back of the head on Monday night while he was face down on the ice. Uh, that's where the $5,000 fine comes from. Uh, it gets entangled, uh, and uh, Wilson comes after him. Ranger center Ryan Strome pulls Wilson off his teammate. Wilson began engaging with him. Then Artemi Panarin jumps on Wilson's back to pull him off Strome. Wilson responded by flipping Panarin to the ice, which Panarin, like uh, no helmet, by the way, the replays show that this is me. I'm stepping in for Greg here. Replays show Tom Wilson not only grabbed Panarin by the back of the head, and uh, and had the uh, let's see, had his upper body. Um, how do I want to say this? Position to push him from top and pull him down from the bottom, and that resulted in Panarin going headfirst into the ice. And uh, Rangers made it apparent to everyone yesterday that uh, he's going to be out for the rest of the season. So, uh, Mike, I I have a few thoughts myself so there, there's our recap so uh it starts with everybody not being happy with uh tom wilson's five thousand dollar um fine not not enough that that's that's a number one if they if they had said you know what tom wilson you're done for the season for that this is ridiculous we wouldn't even be talking about this right now actually what we'd probably be talking about is wow nhl player safety did something right for once um and and the reason i say that mike is because He's a repeat offender. I mean, if there's any name that I would have been able to guess first, if somebody said, guess who did this? It would have been Tom Wilson. He, he's always involved in this stuff. And, uh, you know, there's another thing we need to talk about is, is there's always a ton of people that are ready to hang him and a ton of people willing to defend him. Um, neither side is correct. But, Mike, he knows this. This is a number one. This is the worst part of this, and nobody's talking about this. Mike, he's a repeat offender. He should have it in the back of his mind that this could hurt my team's chances to end this season with, you know, the best position possible. Also, I could be missing the first round of the playoffs. Oh. So, two. What was that? I uh, was trying to rewatch it while you were t describing it, and uh... – it happens so quickly. I think you, if Tom Wilson was not a repeat offender, you could almost excuse it to be like, well, fights happen really fast. But, man, that, uh, DDT, that DDT into the ice for Panarin does not uh, does not look good. Right. And, it's. I mean, we're getting so far outside of like, oh, this guy's a, a goon. He's a fighter. <laughs> That's not fighting. Any hoozles. Um, <laughs> where was I? Damn it. Right. So he's a repeat offender. He does this knowing, Mike, that if you want to look at it that, oh, man, I don't I don't give a shit about the Washington Capitol fans. I don't give a shit about my team. 
I'm going to do this. And it's not like, I don't, I don't care. I can do whatever I want. I'm Tom Wilson. I'm going to do what I feel is best for me right now. Now, a lot of people would come straight back and argue, well, he's in the heat of the moment. So that's just what happens. All right, Mike, I've been in the heat of the moment. I'm pretty sure I haven't <laughs> gotten leverage on anybody's top end and pulled them by the back of the head, especially a guy I have a lot of strength and size over and decided they need to <laughs> meet the ground quicker than I think they'd like. I've been able to say that's pretty, pretty, pretty sure, Mike. I haven't run into that situation in my life, uh, in my lifetime. Uh, but the other problem here, Mike, is that he's so willing to do this. It's it's because of what the NHL culture is and how he's been punished before. Because he knows he knows it's not going to be that bad. He knows he can do this kind of stuff. And and regardless of what. Uh, of how Panarin is hurt now, uh, it doesn't matter because he did slam a guy's head into the ice. And I, it's it's not like he hasn't tried to hit a guy in the head before. And clearly, whatever's happened in the past, like however many people have said, um, you know, uh, you, you, can't, you can't judge a guy in the heat of the moment, um, and you can't take a guy out of the league because you have to give him a chance to learn. What? What has he shown so far that he's willing to be a safer NHL player? He's willing to make sure that his comrades are not taken down to the ice and, and you know, could be way, could be hurt and injured way beyond what we're seeing right now with Panarin. Because, Mike, we don't know everything about the human brain, but it, we all know a story. Brain bleed could be a concussion. I'm not saying that's what happened to Panarin. I'm saying when you when those types of actions happen, when that physical interaction happens, could be brain bleed, could lead to death. So what what the fuck are we doing here? How many times does this guy need to be involved in these situations before the NHL steps up, the fans stop supporting him? Because again, everybody, Capitals fans, hey, uh, guess what? He didn't give a fuck about you because he put that on the line. He said, "Hey, I'll just put the first. I'll put the first round on the line and do this." There wasn't a thought in his head that, "Oh, I shouldn't do this," or, "Or I'll, I'll, I'll shake a guy off my back and not ram his head into the ground." He clearly is only thinking of himself. There's my evidence to say he doesn't even care about you and all the money you spend on buying Capitals jerseys. If there was a chance to get inside the building, all the money you spend to get inside that building, he just proved to you he also doesn't care about that. And he's done it so many times before. So, <laughs> just so many things wrong with people constantly defending him. But again, is this all on Tom Wilson? The action, absolutely. The fact that this is being defended by NHL fans and the fact that he does this and probably has it in the back of his head uh, while there's a chunk of ice in the back of Panarin's head and the back of Tom Wilson's head He's telling himself it's probably not gonna the punishment's probably not gonna be that bad because you know what, gosh darn it, that's ah shoot, that's that's just what hockey is. Oh man, ah shucks, we can't change it. That's what hockey is. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's this is an NHL problem. This is a player safety problem. This is a Tom Wilson problem. And um, you know, Mike, I have no problem saying this, but as many people that have said I like violence in my hockey, Mike. You can get physical hockey and not have what happened. You can punish a guy for what for what that is, for what Tom yeah. Wilson did. 
Uh, you can take him out of the league, Mike, and you're still going to have physical hockey. This is like those same arguments where people are like, don't take away my guns. And then on the other political side, it's, well, we just kind of think you shouldn't have assault rifles in the home. <laughs> it's like, why don't we take the assault rifle out of the NHL and that we still have physical hockey? I, I don't know. All right. So what is that? So eight minutes. I would say that, uh, you know, what what uh, what Wilson's doing is is not like sanctioned fighting. Um, was it Bucevic that was face down? Um, he already had a stick, a hockey stick in his throat, and then he was you know getting hit in the back, so kind of driving him further further into the ice. Um, and then Panarin getting you know essentially you know AEW DDT'd um, into the ice. Um, you know neither of those are what. What should constitute, you know, uh, some boys letting off steam in a hockey game, which is just gloves coming off, you know, a couple, maybe a punch or two getting thrown and basically some jerseys getting stretched. I don't think that, what was it, a $5,000 fine? I don't think yeah. that that at all I, is going to make an impact on future behavior decisions for Tom Wilson. Um, I know it's a totally different sport. It's not accepted at all. Um, but it was more about these guys, you know, entering um, fan areas. But there's just no way that $5,000 is going to do anything. So when I think about, like, the Pistons and the Pacers having a, you know, pretty violent fight, uh, you know, those were guys who were getting 15 games, 30 games. Ron Artest got 86 games. Totally different sport, I know. And it's because they entered the stands. But it felt like that was a punishment that felt like fit the crime. You do something like this, you're going to miss a large fraction of the season. And I, I don't think Tom Wilson is getting the point. And I really hate that the Rangers owner Dolan is firing, um, you know, their president and GM essentially the day after this happens. Well, let me, I mean, we, we skipped a step though of, of why, uh, let me, let me recap here. So the Rangers uh, gave a statement of saying that George Peros uh, should be removed from his job. And um, the reason that the firings happened today, and this, I shouldn't say the reason, but I'll say this. The reason the Rangers said the firings happened was because of performance. And again, that's where we start to put the, we, we connect the dots and say, well, the Rangers are moving in the right direction after kind of going through a rebuild. So how, like you weren't expecting them to win the cup this year, so it's not that far off. So later on, uh, you know, after the firings happened, I shouldn't even say later on. I, I maybe it was like a half hour. Somebody comes out with a report that um, our two gentlemen, uh, I mean Davidson and Gordon, uh, both were against the statement coming out of, uh, or, or they, I guess they made it public that they weren't. They didn't want to be seen as connected with the statement of asking for George Peros to be relieved of duties as NHL player safety uh, director. So they wanted to be disassociated with the Rangers making that statement. And there's there's a lot in the middle that we don't know, but it does sound like uh, maybe one guy was supposed to get fired. And then they, they it was just kind of like, well, I'm not going to fire him for doing that, depending on if you want to say... Davidson was going to get fired or Gordon was going to get fired. And then the other guy stepped down uh, along with them. That, that kind of seems like that's what happened here, especially with them 
uh, with the reports coming out that either both of them or one of them was not on board with that New York Rangers statement that they wanted George Peros relieved because uh, Tom Wilson only got a $5,000 fine. So a lot in the middle there, we don't know, but we can connect some dots um, based on some reports coming out from TSN and uh, Sportsnet. And then, uh, of course, you know, again, like the Rangers are moving in the right direction, at least. Um, and they, they pulled the trigger on, on a guy like Artemi Panarin, which uh, was a good move. I mean, you, you get a guy that's going to be a, an MVP candidate most seasons. That's, uh, you lock him up. You're doing good. So that's that's where I'm sitting with the the Rangers and um, then Davidson and Gordon. So I, the thing that I wanted to do was actually applaud the Rangers for doing that, and it, it's kind of a bummer that the whole story flipped now because the Rangers um, <laughs> relieved Davidson and Gordon of of their duties. Um, because I, I think we're going to lose the focus on trying to fix player safety and uh, punishing a guy like Tom Wilson or the next guy that does a Tom Wilson thing the right way. I'm looking at what we've done in the past for Tom Wilson. Matt, there was a, a blurb here about suspensions he's gotten. Um, back in like 2018. Oh, we're actually on a like three-year anniversary of that. It was in May. He, he got three games for a, an illegal check. Um, October 2018, 20 games, illegal check. And then boarding, seven games. Um, I don't know, Matt. I that, they brought up that Pacer Piston example because they really tried to be like, all right, this is never happening again. Like, these guys are going to be out for a long time. So for Tom Wilson, do you see that being like a whole season, essentially, like kicking him out for next season? I, I think you absolutely could. You could just kick him out for the rest of the year. I, I think that's fair. I don't, I don't know why... Like, it, it's one of these things that people come to his defense and they're so scared of what would happen if he got you know, I guess um, if he saw the consequences that you keep describing from malice at the palace, I I just, I don't understand the support for Tom Wilson. I guess, I guess if, if you're a Washington Capitals fan again, like, I, I don't know why there isn't frustration with him doing this. Instead, they applaud it. And that goes back to like the culture of being a hockey fan, the culture of the NHL. And it's, it's actually disgusting because really the only time that anything's going to happen with Tom Wilson and the NHL player safety is going to change what's going on is like, let's say tonight uh, somebody takes Wilson's head off and maybe he's injured for the rest of the season. Well, then, then what? Then do we say, oh, shoot, we probably, we probably should have suspended I don't know. the guy. I don't know if it's maybe because it's harder to feel the impact as a team when you have an idiot like Tom Wilson. I didn't even have to stretch as far back as I did for the Pistons. If we just look at what the Lions had with Ndamukong Sue, and he would do those moronic moves where he was stomping on people's heads and, you know, just illegal play that needed to be punished. You could feel it. You know, you at first you'd kind of be like, yay, somebody's standing up for a crappy team. And then you're like, wait, we're trying to win games. Please stop getting penalties because you're setting the entire team back. I don't know if a single game's, you know, five-minute major, um, you know, is quite really getting the message across. And it's it's not like you could punish other players on the team and really extend it past the power play, but I, this guy's not getting the message, Matt. Um, I, it, it should be more hardcore. We Like 20 games for this guy, it's almost like they have to set like reset how you're doing um, – 
the penalties for the repeat offenders. It's almost like you have to increase it incrementally to be like, we gave you a warning, man. If you keep doing this shit, we're going to just knock you out of the league. Well, we're not, I, I, I don't know. Why I, don't, what if we ask like the simple question, why didn't the NHL just suspend him one game? So he avoids the next game against the New York Rangers. So that there isn't a huge clash. It's because the NHL sees there's money in this. Like you can't tell me any other, like that's what they want. They want us all to tune in to see Tom Wilson fight. And, and really all of this is making me feel guilty about like the Red Wings and the Avalanche. But, um, you know, that, that goes back to, uh, I, I guess the same sort of dirty move, uh, going to Draper and his face breaking open. And then we have to get our payback the next year. Like, I, I still see a difference. Is- Maybe it's, you know, our Red Wing uh, beer goggles, but I still see a difference if we're throwing fists as opposed to driving people's heads into the ice. Right. That is a great point. Like what Darren McCarty did was not uh, any way, shape or form that. I'm just saying, like, uh, I guess it's one of those things where we're all hoping for retaliation because it's good TV. And then we, we, we I like, that's what I'm saying is like, oh, shoot, this is what the NHL is trying to do tonight. Um, and of course it was, you know, it was great TV. It's a, it's a game we go back to all the time. Uh, but you're, you're absolutely correct. Like it, it's completely different because McCarty kept it to fisticuffs, um, for that, for that reason, but we just don't know what's going to happen with Tom Wilson tonight. And again, it's, it's, it's a guy that like across, across the NHL, even NHL alumni are piping in saying, this is not. You know, this isn't the code. This isn't the NHL code. This is way beyond that. Uh, something something had to happen. And, you know, yeah, you I mean, the- that's where you bring it back home to Red Wings rant, right? Because this, this goes beyond a receipt, which is what, you know, the Red Wings and the Avalanche, that's what that was. It was a receipt for a dirty play, right? And then yeah. it was still arguably within the confines of what a receipt should be, where it's it's fists. You know, we've all agreed that hockey, we're going to allow some sort of boxing on ice, um, but we're not going to allow you to use hockey sticks as weapons, ice skates as weapons, uh, or unforgiving ice as a weapon. And, you know, Wilson is using option number three, and he arguably did it twice to two different players in one two-minute segment. So I, I... he, you know, had a guy with, you know, a stick in his throat, mashed him into the ground, mashed him into the ice, and then took a second player and drove him into the ice. So it's, I, I don't, I don't see, that's, that's not fighting. That's, that's just violence. And uh, I guess, yeah, to, to wrap this up, I think it's pretty clear how we feel. Um, we do have a couple of Red Wings things we wanted to talk about, and um I guess, yeah, I, I think the long in, in the long run here, um, the last two things I want to touch on are, are the Rangers releasing that statement and a lot of people saying there's nothing to gain from that statement. I think I think it's just something that was trying to bring more eyes to this problem. And, um, you know, I'm fine with it. I, I think a lot of people inside the NHL are looking at it and going, oh, my God, now the Rangers are going to get hit with like a million dollar fine for saying this, uh, which, you know, goes back to, that's actually, um, you don't want to say it's unprecedented. That's uh, the NHL's fine for a million dollars before. So it, it <laughs> goes along those lines, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta do that stuff to, to make real change. And, um, 
I think anybody that has a problem with the Rangers trying to force a little bit of change in the NHL, I think, you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of look at like what's been happening uh, around the world. You don't just want to say like the last year, but I mean, look at how we've all been evolving the last 20 years. And are we really going to sit here and stay stuck on the fact that the NHL players are supposed to be policing themselves? I, I don't think so. I think we're well beyond that. I think as a, like, as we become smarter sports fans and NHL fans and we see what could happen to the human body, I think we know that sometimes even if an NHL player says, I don't want to die on the ice, um, I think it's fine if, if we decide uh, as a species, like we take that away from them with new rules. Like, I'm sorry, you're not dying on the ice. Uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to live the rest of your life. And uh, yeah, you can't, you can't fight to solve these problems anymore. Instead, guys are going to get suspended for chunks of games. And um, that's what I'd prefer. I think that's a way more human way to solve these problems. And uh, yeah, if you, if you think doing that is going to take away checks, uh, you know, on, on the ice, I just don't know. Like we're drawing the line at complete and utter violence. And if you don't, if you can't see the difference, man, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it goes back to, you know, maybe for some of us, there, there's probably elements of lizard brain that take over a little bit more than others. And I, I think that goes back to people that are hardcore MMA fans. And of course, you and I are pro wrestling fans, but, uh, you know, the, the huge difference there is you have two gentlemen in the ring, uh, two women in the ring who are completely in control. They are not losing it on each other. That's a, that's a show. Uh, but yeah, the MMA fans, I've never gotten into it. I'm not into boxing, not into MMA. I don't. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, but um, uh, UFCs and boxing too are still about person-to-person combat and not using the environment as a weapon, not using a weapon as a weapon. So still different from uh, you know, our, our sweet buddies at DraftKings are uh, offering this weekend with some perks to put some uh, money on the line, but... Uh, yeah, we're not trying to see assault with a hockey stick. We're not trying to see people, uh, you know, bleeding from the brain uh, by getting driven into the ice. So uh, I would like to avoid that if possible. Rest right. my kid. Red Wings, right? Let's talk some Red Wings hockey. Uh, right. Mike, at the halfway point of the season, I thought this was very interesting. Or, you know what? We've got two games coming up against Columbus, Friday and Saturday. Uh, just to kind of put this all together, we'll t- kind of turn this into one segment. Uh, Bertuzzi, successful back surgery. Uh, we kind of knew he wasn't coming back for the rest of the season, but we'll tidbit there. Can I say that I'm relieved it's back surgery? For some reason, I was really scared that, I don't know, that it was COVID-related or something mental health-related, and I I didn't know if he was going to be a Kyrie Irving or he's just in and out of the lineup or, God forbid, you know, one of our favorite wrestlers passed away. I didn't want it to be that. I'm Matt, in 2021... I'm relieved that a hockey player just had back surgery. That's how insane that is. Right. And again, uh, I think a lot of people focused on, oh, my God, uh, what if he turns into Danny DeKaiser? Um, hey, everyone. His, uh, his name is Tyler Bertuzzi, human being. Uh, he's a part of this world that we're all in. Everybody's like, no. What if he becomes Danny DeKaiser? Huh. I think you just made the best point. Um, There's something that was fixable on Tyler Bertuzzi and hockey career 
We don't know, but the human being just got surgery to fix his back. Also, fun little tidbit. Um, the New York Hospital for Special Surgeries. Um, I feel like they could come up with a better name, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, Robbie Fabry also uh, done for the season, even though he was in practice today. They said he, he got rid of the, um, you know, tickle me jersey instead of checking me. But uh, yeah, they, they made it official. He's done. But Mike, for these last two games against Columbus, um, I want to come back to a question I asked you at the halfway point of the season. It's just kind of funny, um, the different options I gave you. At the halfway point of the season, I asked you what you would prefer. Anthony Mantha in the top 10 in scoring to end the season. <laughs> Well, uh, kind, of. It's kind of. It's kind of happening, right? Just not for us. Uh, uh, Zadina with an uptick in goals. And basically what we were saying is that it's the same kind of thing. His production would increase. And uh, if we go to our good buddy, Jay Fresh, friend of the show, um, Zadina's a 7% war. So out of 100. So, I mean, maybe that didn't happen. Um, and then we asked for uh, more playing time for Svechnikov, which also did not happen. Um, I, I would say it, it stayed pretty steady till the end of the season. And now after the trade deadline, of course, his minutes went up. Um, or, Mike, the final option, do we want to finish 500 to finish out the second half of the season? Now, we can't finish 500 wins and losses. But five so, points percentage, we can finish 500 because we sit at 10, 11, and 5. Mike, we can actually is, hit one of those. What, what is this cruel, needful things uh, version of our, of, our, of our poll coming to fruition where Zadina just didn't do it, right? Right. Um, God forbid, stop winning games. If we go 500 in the second half, it's going to F up our draft pick. So... Okay, well, what about Anthony Mantha? You know, maybe if you're over 500, maybe you're contending. Well, he's not a Red Wing anymore. Uh, and then, you know, increased Svechnikov and, you know, the younger guys playing time. I, I kind of, um, man, this is almost a nightmare scenario. I didn't think we would get almost three I, out of these four things. I'm um, pretty sure. Now, for some reason, I deleted our notes for this episode, and yeah. I, I actually did not have the patience to listen to, like, five different episodes to find out what you said. Uh, but I do remember you saying the nightmare scenario would be us finishing 500. So here we are, <laughs> 10, 11, and 5. We have two Almost games left. on the nose. Right. We, we, might finish, <laughs> we might finish above. 500, Mike, to, to end the second half. Uh, oh, what a points. nightmare. Oh. We might I, I just, uh, to me, I'm tickled. I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> you laughed really hard when you're drafting ninth. Woo! Well, and we have, you know, th these are two crucial games for our draft position as well, with uh, Columbus being uh, the lower seed of, of the two of us right now. So, who else can we bench? Right. Robbie Faber coming in? Hell no. <laughs> so I, uh, I just wanted we, uh, to come back to that question and say, I mean, you already answered oh, it, but I was going to ask you, is there any piece of you that wants us to finish this season above 500? Not a single um, shred. Uh, right. Matt, put Picard in there. I want Picard and goalie for both games. <laughs> Christ, what are you doing? Um yeah, it's uh, it's funny to me that we're sitting here at this. I definitely wanted to touch on it because of all the things I think I would have said that was last. I would have said the increased like ice time per game for Svechnikov was probably the most likely. 
and uh, or Zadina uh, or Anthony Bantha. You know what? Any of those were more likely than this, and none of them came close. <laughs> in, a, in in regards to like points for anything, points for sixty or ice time for sixty going up, none of that happened. Uh, but the five hundred record, lo and behold, Jeff Blashill, like coach to team. I had to bring it back to that. Uh, to being 500 the second half of the season. Amazing. All right. Matt, I got to say, we desperately need to crater these two games. Um, <laughs> we have one more point than Columbus. Uh, we have played an extra game, but the point percentage, we're at, uh, we went 41.7% of our games, or, you know, we get a point. Columbus set 41.5. Matt, we need to lose. At all costs. <laughs> We're already screwed for, like, number one, two, because the Ducks are at 36%. Uh, we got Buffalo, 34%. Um, those are gone. Those are off the map. And the Kraken. And New Jersey's at 406. Matt, we right. desperately need Picard to step up and play like shit for two games in a row. Well, I can tell you right now he's probably not going in, but... Um... Oh, <laughs> he hasn't even been our, our taxi squad goalie. Um, gosh, I don't know. I shouldn't Can even ask you a uh, line change right question here. Yeah, go for it. Does this mean that Blashell's gotten word that he is going to be relieved of his post as head coach? And so, in the so, ultimate skewed Iserman, he's winning almost half of his games on the way out the door to really screw up uh, the Red Wings' future on the way out. I, I, I mean, I thought you were going to take this in a different. I thought you were going to take it in a different route and say that he's just like I need to go into these next interviews and say, look at what I did with this roster, five hundred the second half of the season. Um, I'm not going to tell you that Eisenman told me to tank the first half of the season, but and then he goes on to talk about, oh, look at my defensive strategy. I, I made it easy for Grice and Bernier. Um, there, there's a way to talk yourself into another coaching position uh, with the way that he's performed uh, this year. I, I just, yeah, again, uh, fun, fun fact, right? Two, two wins at the end of the season and we end up over 500 in points percentage. Oh, <laughs> what a nightmare. All right. Um, let's see. I'm looking at our notes. Tom Wilson, scumbag, Red Wings, Columbus, Mike, it's your birthday. You want to go have some fun? <laughs> um, should we punt on the upcoming UFAs, or do you want to go through those real quick? Um, We're at 35 minutes, so this is enough episode for the Hockey Podcast Network, and uh, we'd have something to talk about on Sunday. The only, reason I, the only reason I want to punt on it is uh, the offseason's a long time when you're not a part of it. Uh, so we might have to do UFAs on Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, it'll, it'll work. We'll we'll be uh, we'll see if anybody uh, changes their mind these last couple of games. Maybe Helm will get uh, you know he'll pull a okay, Wayne Gretzky hot, hot yeah. five goals in the last game of the season. He'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's wrap up. I'm gonna have to adjust the name of our episode on YouTube and just say Tom Wilson scumbag. Um, by the way, auto correct today. Uh, change scumbag to comebag. I thought that was cool. Oh. Anyway, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, find us at uh, BOD Hockey on Twitter, brothers underscore under, underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, there's always the uh, retire 73 shirt uh, that you can find on uh, BODpodcast.com, brothers of discussion.com, and uh, the another Iser plan fleece. 
fleece uh, as well. So go check those out. And uh, if you uh, did enjoy the show, if you agree that Tom Wilson is a scumbag, not officially, I was autocorrect that made that correction there. Um, apparently, well, I typed type, in. Uh, Matt, when you type comeback a lot, I type comeback in use a it lot. more often. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little user uh, fact there. You want to keep to yourself there. Who wants <laughs> a piece of this comeback? All right. Um, we officially lost DraftKings as a sponsor. All right. Uh, damn it. I'm just kind of marking it as explicit content. Um, How about Blue Pill? Come aboard. All right, let's just wrap up. <laughs> we get kicked off of you. We lose all our sponsors. All right. All right. Mike, enjoy AEW Dynamite if you Woo! do end up watching it. And uh, everybody, have a good one. Bye.